developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hello, welcome back to the show. I am Scott Inez. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. You can find the podcast all over the place. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you can find it right there in the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. And be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, I'm sure you've been keeping tabs on that story that broke days ago about the violent kidnapping of four Americans by a Mexican drug cartel. The Americans were traveling from South Carolina to just southeast of the border to Metamoros on a road trip for cosmetic surgery for the woman in the group of four. Latavia McGee is her name. And reportedly, it wasn't her first trip down there for cosmetic surgery. Two people, Zindel Brown and Shai Woodard, were killed, while the two others, McGee and Eric James Williams, were rescued and escorted over the border into Texas by the Mexican military and the National Guard on Tuesday. That is according to Mexican officials. Now, there are reports that these cartels mistook the four Americans for potential Haitian human traffickers. What will the U.S. response be, if any? That is a very good question. Meanwhile, in light of this story, we are learning now that the number of Americans killed in Mexico every year might be more than you expect, with a significant percentage of those deaths attributed to homicide. Since January, the U.S. Embassy in Mexico has had a do-not-travel warning in place for several regions in Mexico, including Sinaloa and, most recently, Matamoros, because of the threat of violence in those areas. Of course, Matamoros is where Brown and Woodard were slain. And according to data from the U.S. State Department, between January 2022 and June 2022, there were 115 deaths of U.S. citizens, of which... 25 were homicides. The largest number of deaths in the time period was as a result of vehicle accidents with unspecified accidents also accounting for 25. Now, in 2021, there were 203 deaths recorded, 75 of which were homicides with vehicle accidents comprising the next common cause of death with 47 drowning accounting for 23 deaths, suicide 19. There were 149 deaths of U.S. citizens in Mexico in 2020, most likely a lower number because of travel restrictions brought on by the pandemic, of which more than one third were homicides, by the way. Another third were accidents and drowning was the reason for 13 of those deaths in 2020. So I wanted to check in with former FBI agent and ABC crime and terrorism analyst Brad Garrett about this story to get his take on the danger Americans face south of the border. 
Here's that chat now. Sad and tragic story, Brad, about these people losing their lives in Mexico. They reportedly went there for cosmetic surgery for the woman in the group. This is not unusual, though, is it, Brad, for Americans to travel south of the border for these types of procedures? Oh, it's a multi-million dollar business. In fact, you can stand in San Diego, Scott, and look down toward Tijuana, Mm -hmm. which is across the border, obviously, and there's a huge medical center that that is a high rise that that's all they do is different types of medical procedures surgeries etc um it is a it is the fastest growing business for some of the border towns in mexico um so yeah it's it's really really a big deal at this point reportedly these folks got lost do you think that's what happened they got lost and, and just ran into the bad part of town down there there's a lot of different theories here i mean one is they're in one of the mexican states that's considered a level four as far as danger is concerned other level four places are afghanistan iraq and syria wow. i mean that's how dangerous the state department says to even go there now, that's not true across Mexico. We could talk more about that later. But the point being, so you start with that. They've got uh, U.S. tags on their car. They're African-American, so they don't, they don't, obviously they don't look Mexican. There's some belief that they were mistakenly targeted. One theory is that uh, they might have been Haitian smugglers. There's a lot of competition among the drug cartels because they make a lot of money smuggling people into the U.S. Um, and that's because, you know, what struck me is the way they were attacked. If this were just an up and up kidnapping for ransom, it, it doesn't help you much to kill the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the attack was way too aggressive at the front end, in my view, with body armor just to be. We're going to grab some some Americans here and hold them for hostage. More than 200 Americans have died in Mexico. That happened in 2021. Over 100,000, Brad, over 100,000 Americans have disappeared over the years south of the border. So how do folks who want to go to Mexico, especially for these medical procedures, how do folks minimize the risk down there? So uh, this is interesting because people who go to Mexico regularly now, you'd have to be more convenient, like live in San Diego or live in Brownsville, Texas, or on the on the southern border of Texas, um, is that they even register their cars in Mexico. So they take their U.S. tags off the border, put on Mexican tags, so they blend in with the population. One of the keys apparently is, obviously, you don't go to these level four cities, but you go to places that are are much safer, that have a large track record. And those clinics actually can give you suggestions on how to get there, where to park. Some of them, I believe, even have facilities so you can stay overnight if you're having procedures that take longer than a day. Um, so that's the real key, is is sort of uploading what is the safest way to get there. Maybe driving into Mexico is not the safest way to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but these clinics, the ones that are legitimate and, you know, one thing for people to check, obviously this is a, I'm diverting here a little bit is that you need to look to make sure the doctors are U S certified or board certified in whatever they're treating you for. Mm. But, but the key here obviously is getting there and getting back. And statistically, I would, you know, that if you don't go into some place that's a level four, you, you seem to be okay. I mean, you don't hear a lot of stories. Granted, 200 people, 75 of those have been considered a homicide. That number's probably higher. But 
it's not it isn't like of the multi millions of people it's over a million go there just for medical treatment. Thirty million of us go there for vacation or some version of that. Mm-hmm. But the numbers still aren't you know, off the charts. They're they're too high. So that's the real key. You got to pre-plan both going in and getting out. We're talking about medical tourism here. What about the kids on spring break? I mean, we're seeing a lot of spring breakers come to Florida at this time of year. I know many of them like to go to Mexico as well. If if you're right. a parent of one of these kids, what are you telling these kids right now? Well, you're you're telling them that t- typically they're going to go to a resort or a gated community. That you fly them in, you have working out with the resort who should pick them up. They go into the resort, and anything outside of those resort grounds has to be pre-planned. You don't get in just any taxi. You don't travel at night. You always carry documents with you, like your passport or other identification. Um, And you listen to the people that are there, let's say at the resort, of where to go and not to go and when to go there. It has to be, again, it goes back to pre-planning. Are there beautiful places you want to see outside of the resort? Of course, but they will have a, a safer means to get you to and from those locations with their own people. Uh, you know, the key is you don't tap into things outside that immediate safety zone you're in. In other words, walk down the street and just get in any taxi because you may be just walking into a kidnapping situation, even if you're in a place that's not considered a level four. Thanks to ABC News crime and terrorism analyst Brad Garrett for coming on the Inez Says podcast today. That will do it for the podcast. Check me out on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.